I am going to share with you the biggest thing. When it comes to storytelling, the biggest thing that keeps people watching. And if you don't do this, or you decide not to do this, then uh, your audience will tend to switch off. They'll either tune out mentally or they'll, they'll literally switch off. Um, your story will feel confusing and you'll find it difficult to, you know, be, to begin an edit, to start an edit and come up with creative ideas. So listen in to find out what that secret is. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Video Editing Podcast from Unsplice with your host, Shiny. Yes, that's me. Hello, welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, massive welcome. Thank you for joining me and everyone else in the community. Not that you have any way of communicating through this one-way medium, but and that's what the community is all about. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining. It's great to have you. You'll find many more great tips for editing, storytelling, and launching a career. So be sure to stay tuned, subscribe, like it, and I'll get on with it. So when most people edit, what they start, what they tend to do is they'll, they'll grab whatever footage they think is interesting. As they're watching the footage back, they're watching it and going, oh, that's cool. I'll just, I'll put that in. And, you know, that doesn't have the same amount of conscious thinking that fantastic editing has. Um, or, um, or if they're choosing footage, then they might simply just take dialogue that talks about the product or the thing that the video is about an event or something like this uh, um, alternatively what most people do is to just take the best part of a take you know and that is a personal perspective and yes we do need to have our personal perspective and, and opinions but we have to do what's best for the edit not what is best for us. So it shouldn't be from the perspective, from a personal perspective, it should be from the perspective of the edit. That's how we should be making these creative decisions. So um, what you really want to do, the takeaway, the tip, the most important thing when it comes to storytelling is to take your viewer on a journey. Now, there are three ways of doing this in the Creative Storyteller program. Now, I'm going to tell you about a journey of discovery. There are three different types of journeys that you can take your viewer on. Um, you can learn those in the Creative Storyteller program. If you're interested, unspliced.com forward slash story. And um, this episode is all about the journey of discovery. And now I want to share share this one. This is one of my favorite ones. 
uh, of the three because it's used across not just documentaries, but also short form. Uh, it's used across the whole gamut of content and video and video editing. Um, and with this, you will be able to, with, you know, when you understand uh, the journey of discovery, you'll be able to keep your audience watching for at least 80% of the duration of your video. And you'll know exactly where the story needs work when you watch it back. And you'll be able to know what footage to use to tell the best story. Now that is a skill that counters what we said earlier, you know, just picking stuff that you think is good because it seems to be the best take and just throwing it on the timeline. If you do that without any consideration to story, to telling the best story, um, then you could lose your audience. So how do you take your viewer on a journey of discovery? Well, I'm just going to share a load of examples with you because like I said, the journey of discovery covers nearly all, in fact, I would say all content. Um, not that all content is a journey of discovery journey, and that's the story that's being told, but it's relevant. You know, so there's of the three different types of journey that you can take the viewer on, not all of them suit short form content, for example. Uh, but this one, the journey of discovery, suits everything. And one of the first that comes to mind is travel videos. Now, of course, travel videos exist on YouTube, on social media, TikTok, Instagram. In fact, I don't think Instagram would even exist if it wasn't for travel videos. Short form travel videos. Think about those posts where the opening shot is, you know, some cute girl looking over their shoulder, holding the hand of the person who is filming with their phone. And you have this outstretched hand and they're looking around and they're grabbing your hand and they're pulling you with the POV that you're looking through. And the POV is like, it's your hand. And that person is pulling you forward. That is the very definition of a journey, taking you, the viewer, on a journey of discovery. Come with me, we're about to explore the area. We're about to explore whatever it is. And that's why that type, that particular framing and that shot, that opening shot caught on. Obviously, it was as a result of the algorithm, you know, people were watching it, the algorithm promoted it. And so all these content creators realized that if I use this shot, then they will get higher views and more engagement. The reason because we love to be taken on a journey of discovery. So that's what that one single shot personifies. And then, of course, everything after that has to, every shot after that has to keep delivering and keep surprising you and making you think, oh, that's cool. What next? Because if you don't have that after that first shot, then you're going to lose the audience. But um, 
they want to be use that shot to open and then take the viewer on a journey of discovery. If they're not being surprised, then they're not discovering anything new. That is quite simply a journey of discovery. So let's think about tours of country, certain countries. Like you might start with that one shot and then have another shot that takes you to another part of the country rather than let's say it's all in one city and it just takes you down the street to the market that you can see in the distance it's like okay well i knew i could see that was coming i can see it in the distance of the shot so it's not a surprise um that is i'm not discovering anything new so it's, it's this element of surprise discovery is surprise so um this could also be done with food tours Travel, travel videos with food tours. Okay, one dish. Oh, that looks interesting. I'm discovering, I'm learning something new. Tell me about another dish. And if you went from, I don't know, um, let's say one fruit stall, you're on a, a food tour of a, an area and you go from one fruit stall to another fruit stall, there's no discovery there. We've already discovered and, and been, you know, enjoyed this, fruit stall. I don't need to see another fruit stall. I'm not discovering anything new. I'm not surprised. I'm going to switch off. So down to its very basics, these are journeys of discovery. Travel videos. Who knew? There is a story there and that's how you can build an interesting travel video. Um, what else? On YouTube, here is the outlier that nobody would have ever thought is an entertaining piece of content, unboxing videos. Who would, who knew that such a bizarre concept would be so successful? And the reason it is, is because of discovery, this journey of discovery. What's inside the box? Once you've watched an unboxing video, the chances of you watching it again are incredibly unlikely because there's no surprise. There's nothing new. You're not discovering anything at all. So there's no point in watching it again. However, you know, if you were, watch a, were to watch a very complex film or a TV series, um, you know, like, um, for example, any of the um, Lord of the Rings films or TV series, there's so there's a lot going on in the background, there's little bits from, you know, side plots and things like this, you can watch it again and still be surprised, and enjoy it. But an unboxing video, it is, in, it's done. The surprise, the discovery is done once it's done. Uh, but yeah, that is that is why we enjoy unboxing videos. Also, I am, uh, I'm a fan of classic cars and I watch a couple of channels on YouTube. I should probably watch more to be honest, but um, yeah, I really enjoy classic cars and there's one channel where the guy buys used cars, old luxury classic cars, and he then takes it to his mechanic and he gets it, uh, uh, an, you know, an overhaul, a mechanic's eye view on the car. What's it like? Is it is it a dud? Have I bought a brick? Or have I bought something 
that is you know that's in good solid condition and part of that process and what makes that interesting is you're kind of you're on this journey of discovery with him with the guy that bought the car and he's taking it to the mechanic and he's trying to find out what's wrong with the car if anything um that on paper sounds incredibly boring but if the subject interests you then you are on this journey of discovery and you want to know what's going to happen is there going to be a you know a fifty thousand dollar bill at the end of this um, for something that he overlooked that is a, a journey of discovery going into more mainstream media um let's talk about documentaries so that's you know, first one that comes to mind really is is Vice News because we are on this journey, especially the stuff that is host led. Um, that person is has been planted in a war zone, and the story we already know because we've read the news. You know, if it's, this is a war zone, and um, the story is widely publicized. Um, for example, at the moment, you know, Russia and Ukraine. Um, and if we were to plant a host of a news documentary in a scene, in, in, in a war zone, we kind of already know the premise because we've seen the news. And by the time the documentary gets out, it's, you know, probably two weeks at least. Um, it's probably two weeks since it happened. So we kind of already know what's going on. There's no there's no amazing surprise or plot twist or anything like that to these news um, videos, news documentaries. What we are on is a story, a journey of discovery. That's why the host is there, because we're experiencing what the host feels through the whole process. We're seeing the sights, we're hearing the sounds, and we are experiencing it through their commentary and everything that they are talking about. Without the host, it is, then just becomes current affairs and news, um, which you would find on a, on a news channel. It's just, you know, news coverage. Uh, so what keeps us watching all the way to the end is this journey of discovery with the host. Standard news, you can come and go. You know, if you're just watching a 24-hour news channel, you can switch it on, you can switch it off at any point without the fear that you are missing out on anything critical. Um, so that really is the difference with this story, this journey of discovery. Um, think about news coverage of disasters as well. Um, even though that is just news coverage, what you can do with these news coverage of disasters um, is show the audience and gradually unveil the extent of the damage of the thing that's happened. Of course, this isn't just natural disasters or whatever, but gradually unveiling and taking the viewer on this journey of discovery. Of course, once the viewer has watched, watched it once, they may be less inclined to watch more coverage of that unless it is a subject close to their heart because the curiosity is gone. They've already been taken on this journey of discovery and they've reached the end. 
Another fantastic example is, and my favorite, um, is nature documentaries. Think David Attenborough, the BBC's, you know, nature documentaries. High, super high-end production, beautifully narrated by uh, David Attenborough and just so absorbing to watch. Absolutely stunning. What happens in them? There's no story plot. There's no, there's no arc. There's no, um, there's nothing like that. There's no the complex narrative storytelling. In essence, we are in a journey of discovery. We're discovering all of these new species, their habits, you know, all of these things are integral. If we were to just, so here's a species and the next, here's a species and then the next, here's a different species. doesn't really, I mean, yes, it's interesting for a bit, but it might become a bit repetitive. But by showing the, um, the habits of each species, of each animal, then all of a sudden each one is different and interesting. Here's a species, it does this. It's known for this. It looks like this. It makes this mating call. Da, 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 da. Then the next species is completely different and interesting. And they do it this way and they mate this way and they eat this way. Oh, that's cool. And then we move on to the next one or we discover another species and they do this and they do this completely differently and this completely differently and so on. It's we're discovering the habits, we're discovering new species, everything is fresh and new, we're on a, we're discovering, we're on a journey of discovery. So that should give you a lot of food for thought when it comes to the journey of discovery. Another one, coming of, coming of age films, you know, when it, in, when it comes to scripted content, coming of age films, when they're discovering themselves and discovering um, the limits of society or their bodies or, um, you know, cultural habits, things like this. Um, these are all journeys of discovery. So coming of age films is another uh, good example. So now that you, uh, now that you know how important it is to tell a journey of discovery and just how universal it is, um, it is worth bringing up again that there are two other types of journey. Um, with each story or with each edit, one of these journeys will be prevalent and one of these journeys is going to suit the edit depending on what you are making. Uh, one of these three types of journey is going to suit the edit best. If you use the wrong one, then you'll miss clarity in the message of the video and you won't connect with your audience as well. Your audience might get confused and as a result, they might switch off as well. And your edit would feel off, but you wouldn't quite know why. So that's why um, in the Creative Storyteller program, you'll learn all three types of journeys and um, how you can use those. 
So if that interests you, head to unspiced.com forward slash story. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I, I hope you have found this super useful. I know that this is one of my favorite types of journey to create. And um, one of the one of the projects within um, Unspiced Pro is the is a journey of discovery. It's about a vineyard in Nova Scotia, and uh, they create they bought the, this land and they recouped it <clears throat> and brought it back to its former glory, and uh, are making their own wines in Nova Scotia. And it's <clears throat> as they built this vineyard together they experimented to see if they could create wine on the land because it had been a, a pig farm and an apple farm before that and um, so this journey of discovery is something that can be created using those assets that are available in Unspiced Pro there is a footage library with that, those assets that you can create that and so um, this journey of discovery is one of my favorites and that's why I wanted to share it with you and go kind of deep on, on the different kind of uses that you'll find for that type of journey. Hopefully this has been useful. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye-bye.